tuned in to the two coolest laid back cuzzles of the podcast industry i am the king of calling off aka the thirst trap king bka <laughs> give your woman the bambi legs shall we shag now or shall we shag later <laughs> there y'all with those y'all you good oh great all right you good all right well i'm the dopest square you can find small talk What's the word? What is the word? And this is episode, oh yeah, 58. 58. 58 of Podcast Mondays. Cuzzle, Luzzle, what is good? Man, I'm good, G. I am good, Cuzzle, because we have a guest. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Beautiful lady. Yes. Here sitting down with us. We This is the first guest actually we had in person. Well, let me uh, let me in- yeah go ahead and get okay. shoot that introduction. Okay. okay. So things like about four years ago, we just talked about it. Uh, I had her on the show. It was my my show, that one show, and we was talking about some shit on there. Just never put it out <laughs> because it, like I oh you up, never put it out. No, we never put it out. Like I ended up moving to DC, and every time I put like a status up, like that's kind of controversial. She's always commenting on it, um, so it was only right for me to to get this beautiful woman on the show. Like very, very intelligent. That's why I asked her to be here because it's good. So everybody, welcome, Toy. But, but let's let's be clear. Don't make it seem like I just be on your post. <laughs> I be giving you good information. I be giving you some insight. Be asking questions, asking what Facebook think, and I'm like, why does it matter what Facebook <laughs> think? Live your life, live your life. Right. But, but Just to get that clear, well, we finna, I don't we be need, on our starting stuff. We need to clear this up. Why do you keep deleting me? On <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it's because of you. I get to a point in my Facebook that I just get tired of seeing certain things that's negative, or or if you change your name or your profile picture. Or both at the same time, and I'll look at it and be like, I don't know you. I'm gonna this? delete it. I deleted a lot of um coworkers from like two, 2012, 13, 14. Uh-huh. I'm like, girl, I ain't seen you. And you didn't got married, then had kids, changed your name, got a divorce, had another. I don't know you. I just go ahead and delete them. So I, I don't know. I don't. He said I deleted them you, twice. You I deleted me twice. Once, though. You deleted me twice. I only remember one time. <laughs> so it only counts for me if well, I only remember that's, one. That's different than me. Like I, I keep people on there. Like I mean, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I, I respect that. Some know? people, if the vibe I just keep, good, I keep people on there from three years, four, ten years ago. And don't the even vibe talk is good, to them. I can keep, I can keep them on there. But if you know, you got everybody got that one Facebook person that they just wake up and choose violence. So they wake up and choose Karen. And you'd be like, why are you so mean and angry all the time? So, so, so you say AB is. Uh, like, what, what, what did I do that was, that was like negative? Yeah, multiple 
multiple statuses that was that was just like okay facebook too what much about for this? you too much for you okay facebook what about i, think I don't want to hear that i think it was more so like i, I asked the question because like the last status you commented on was um I said it's a year too long to be dating someone before without putting the title on it. And you commented, and then next thing you know, it was just like, delete. <laughs> I think you put something else. And then I was like, he don't seem too sure of himself. And I don't want to see this black man self-destruct by asking everybody else what they think about him. Like, <laughs> how old are you? It wasn't even it wasn't even that. No, it was how old are you? 35. How tall are you? I'm six foot. Exactly. Why the <laughs> hell do you? Does it Thirty-five and six foot. Who no. Gonna, what, what? What? What they gonna do? What they gonna do to him? I mean, can't nobody with my ass. Exactly. Foot. So why does it matter? But no, like I like to. Well, I'm a kind of controversial type of person. Like I like to start shit and then because like if you notice, every time I put a status up, everybody be going. I I don't say shit. I realize now that I I know that you probably do it to ask. To, to stir up drama so that you can get some 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 juice for the for, for the, the show. podcast. Yeah. I didn't know you had a podcast at the time, but I'm like, this black man is just yeah, I do that crumbling yeah. right now. And I don't like creation. It. Yeah, I do it all the time. It was another one I did, and and like people was like, on me. Oh, I said that Beyonce got man hands, and they <laughs> tore my ass up. But how do they know that she don't? I don't, I don't know, but you know, you can't say nothing about Beyonce. You can't. She's the queen, man. I'm gonna be quiet because I can't. She's the queen. Coming for me either. Well, you ready for the song? Uh, or you, yeah, you, you, you got it. Really. All right, let me get that. Let me get that. So, um, we do have a guest, uh, but we got to keep it going the way we normally do things. Uh, this song is oh, it's clicking. Why is it clicking? This song is by your boy Bryson Teller. Uh, one of my favorite songs from him and I think it can stir up a topic from today uh there we go it is um yeah it's actually just uh just the intro no here it is teach me a lesson here we go Yes, 
deserve. Bryson Teller, teach me a lesson. That's the song I've been playing in my ear all week. Couldn't wait. What you think about that song, Toy? You like that song? You like Bryson Teller? I do. Um, it's it's more of a song that you can listen to while you're riding. Yeah, riding music. It's definitely not a, a take a shower song. No. Nope. You got a take a shower song in your head that you can think of? Or is it like one of them old school songs? I'll be listening to old school music. Yeah. Taking a shower. I'll be Erica Badu or something. No, I'll go back to Key Sweat okay. or some Tina Marie. Okay. <laughs> or I might go old school, like grandma old school with some Hall and Oates. I have no idea. I just be picking stuff. <laughs> hey, that's dope, though. Getting my best life in the shower. <sighs> yeah, I do. But, you know, I, I love. Yeah, I you do. old school here, too. Nigga, put some outstanding on. Outstanding. I'm in it. You know what I mean? All right, so let me do my song of the day, man. Like, why you always, another thing I noticed, though, though, you be getting a lot of songs that just be, like, just down in the song. No, nah, it's just R&B. I'm an R&B head, man. I love, like, that slow feel. That's all. Well, uh, the song in my ear, like, y'all yeah, hear we play the instrumental on here all the time. Um, I, I love this song. I wake up to it every morning. Um, Burning Boy, oh. Yee. DJ Burley Famous is in the mix right now. Happy Monday. Episode Podcast Mondays. Catch the vibes, catch the vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one I got to be the Me, I know get time, I did that, bada. Dada cover my face, calling me la bada. Biggie man, we know they wear a bada. Ah. Let me tell me, my nigga, what's it come? Uh, G wagon, all depends. Take your step, ride the foot. No feet, die for nothing. My nigga, what's it gonna be? G Wagon, all depending. Make sure y'all subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Make you know say anything when you do, they must comment. So anything we had to do, I try to do it my way. Plenty, plenty, plenty so far. Hey man, it's just something real fast. That part with like the beginning, it gets me every morning. That gets me what, every what morning. What is saying right there? But I don't know. But the point is, <laughs> look, hey. So I had a, uh, I had like looked his lyrics up, uh-huh. and you you wouldn't believe what this nigga was saying. He said, "Die for my nigga, nothing for my nigga. Die for my nigga, nothing for my nigga." But like the eight bars, song. then like. Like he, he goes into the verse and it's like it's like you like retarded trying to read this motherfucker. It's like something pie tie why And you still like the song? I just love the I just, I just Now that you know what he's saying or not saying, saying, you still I just like love that part right there. That part right there just give me every time. Every time. I give I you a nice song. um Overlooking the ocean field. Yeah, it's like, like on you on a, a beach. A white linen shirt. Flip it back in the wind. Yeah, but anyway. On to the show. Let's get it. Uh, 
You gotta, you gotta, you gonna start it off, Coco? No, you gotta, Coco. Do your thing, man. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, this, this whole, the whole point of having you on, because yes. we have a lot of topics about, like, mm-hmm. relationships and... And everybody always say, yeah, I need a woman you on the show. You need a woman perspective. That's my, that's my woman voice. I need a woman Jeez. on the show, because y'all always got boys and shit like that. That's fine. We gonna figure this out, because I think like y'all most times, so... Mm. All right, so, I, this is my first question, and, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 this is my first question. Do you have a problem with mama's boys? Mm-hmm. You look at the face. You see Ooh, the, Jesus. You see the, the long... And if you do, why? Okay, so let's just get this out the way. I'm the oldest of three. Okay. I'm the only girl. So let's just go ahead and set the tone that I know exactly what it's like to have two mama's boys. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's okay. just say that. Might be on our now, side. my mom has split us up. I'm in my 30s. My other brother in his 20s. Baby brother, 19. That's... It, she stacked us out so I can see all perspectives of ranging from my age on down to high school now. So when it comes down to dealing with men that are so tucked under their mothers, they always need their mother's approval. They need to ask for their mother's permission. Whatever it is that you are trying to provide for him, if it does not mimic what his mom is providing for him in a way that his mom shows him love, it doesn't matter what you do, he is not gonna reciprocate. Two, mother's boys are in in my some some sometimes, not all the time, they're a little hurt. They be a little hurt because I don't know what it is about black women. I'm just gonna stick on the term of black women because I can't speak on white women, Chinese women, whatever. I'm I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. Black women will shelter their sons and push their daughters away mm. when they need to teach their sons to be a whole lot stronger. Most of the times, they will push their daughters away and make them be strong, and then they will tuck that son under their, their wing forever. Mm. Everybody got an uncle that stayed at their grandma's house until he was in his 40s mm. or 50s. Everybody. He can't do no wrong in y'all grandma's eyes. He's a mama's boy. Everybody know a guy that's like, what you about to do on Sunday? I'm about to go take my mama to first watch. Every Sunday, well, me and mama <laughs> like to go on, on brunch dates, so you can't do bottomless mimosas with us. Or... Say, for instance, he started dating someone. He tells her, you know, I really like you, but I got to run it past mama. Why you got to run it past mama? First off, what is mama doing to the point that she can't go and entertain herself? She ain't got a man, so. On another end, I also know that I've I've watched this with my own eyes. I'm not going to say who it was because they they may feel some kind of way if they watch it. This is why she deleted me. Go ahead. (laughs) I has nothing to do with you. But, um... (laughs) You sit there and you watch a mother that is single try to insert herself with her son. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows, everybody know at least one chick, no matter what age her son is, that she tries to make her son to be her man. Everybody got a son, everybody that's seen on Facebook, Instagram, where... It's a, it's a lady that she got a, a six-year-old. She dressing him to the nines. And she's like, oh, he my heart. He my king. He this. He that. How's your son going to ever be your king? Right, right. He's not your man. He's never your, her, your baby daddy at one point was your king. Now he's gone and you're trying to make that to be the son. Now at that point, you got to watch and pay attention to it and say, okay, you need to watch that situation because she's going to literally be on his shoulder for the rest of his life. Unless she finds a man to take that spot, she's going to make the little boy fill the void. Now, everybody got everybody in the scene where 
Mama got need a gutter clean. It don't even fully need to be clean. It's a handful of leaves. She calling her son. Yeah, right. Son, can you come and do? Son, can you come get the crock pot down? Son, can you come and move this table up from the basement? It's a fold-out table. You got that table. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you? So, from what you're saying, that's pretty. I like that. I it's like hard to compete because at the end of the day, mom is mom. She always been there. She always gonna be there. That's your mama. So, as a female, how do you compete with? mama coming and step in the way and say son because he gonna show up for his mama and he gonna be like well that's my mama and what you gonna say you can't say that you can't say nothing because that's that man's mama okay so i i look at it like this like i don't think it's well i think it's levels to it mm-hmm. where like i i consider myself maybe a mama's boy maybe mm. but i feel like it made me a better man for my woman mm. now yeah. some old mama's boys but they are mama's boys too, like with that level. They understand I love my mom, I do what I need to do for my mom, I cherish my mom because my mom is my mom. Some are so far tucked under their mom's boob to the point it's toxic. That is the one that you just like, I can't, what am I doing? What, what, why am I even messing with you if you always with your mama, you always were in I get it, if mama's sick, if mom's old, you know, she's, you know, needing help. Your mama 55 years old, she still able to go to the to the Tom Joyner cruise and get her, her her thing thing. Then let her go do that. Like back out and let your mama go and live the rest of her life fruitfully. And you go live yours fruitfully. I'm not saying leave your mama high and dry, but right. come on now. Like at some point it becomes toxic. What you think, Hey Shit. <laughs> like what she's saying is absolutely true. Like yeah. I've I've ran across cats that's like that, man. It's just like like, I, I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy, like to the T. Like, but what extent to the T? Because it's levels. True, but I'm. I mean, I know to separate myself, and I, and I don't need my mom's approval yeah. uh, to be like, oh, well, you know, that's the, that's my mama's voice. Oh, uh, well, you know, that's some girl for you. No, I don't need that. I just do what I do. Um, but I am like, I do like try to do things for my mom. Like, like I buy her flowers every Sunday, take it down there to her. Uh, like. Take her like to get a massage or some stuff like that. Like, oh, I, like we have recently got a car fixed. I did like all that stuff I for mean, her. As yeah. you should. So that's the stuff that I do. But I don't go to this thing where like I gotta like run everything across my mom's face. Nice people that do that. I know. And yeah, they on the phone. They yeah. have three hour conversations with their mama every day. And that's trash. But see, me and my mama, we don't even talk on the phone. We texting and. She be trying to text like she like young and shit. Like she be telling <laughs> LOL, sending kisses. LOL faces. and shit. Man, you know what time, she, you know time I, I told her, she, I said, Mom, good night. Good night. She texts me GN. I said, No, we don't do that, Jen. <laughs> we don't do that, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> you better text me good night. Hell no. I got a young mom. She have you ever dated a, uh, a guy that was a mama's boy? Yes, and I left him alone really quick. Mm. How, how long was that relationship? It wasn't, I can't even say it was a real relationship. It was a situationship. And it was real quick after I was like, oh, this is mimicking the toxicity that I've watched within my own family. And I'm not about to be a part of yours. Where do you get the toxic part from? Like, if, if it's, they want to defend their mom or how no. far they So remember it? I told you, I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. My mom... Go, go figure it out. Yeah. Do it on your own. I no, did she got it. it. I did it. So you, you did I, it. Right. And yeah. that was the thing. My mama treated me like that. So you got it. And I'm like, I'm literally asking you for help. Like, I'm literally asking you for guidance. At, you're going to be 35 years old. All the way up, I've always seeked my mom's approval. And then when I realized 
I'm not really gonna get that from her. I just kind of let it go, and then I, I started flourishing a little bit yeah. better. But it's like, at what point do you really look at it and you're like, Mom, really? Yeah. Like my little brother in his twenties, he got three kids, but you you, you run into his aid at all times. Yeah. Like if I was in her house and I had brought a kid into the house, I'd have been all kind of names and all type of derogatory slurs. But he got three kids. Still living at the house. That's toxic. That was me. Baby brother. <laughs> baby, baby brother and got yeah, somebody yeah, I, knocked I'm up. Ba- I'm, I'm, the, I'm the baby. So definitely. I think that's what I think that I think that help definitely make mom be a little bit more protective when it's their baby boy. Yeah, they but feel- this the middle boy that I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about the middle nah. boy? Nah. Yeah, well, no. Nah. But let but let it have been a different mashup. Let mm-hmm. let the one that's youngest been oldest. Let me have been the baby. I still in my heart, I feel like I still would have been pushed out a little bit faster as the girl than the boy. I still feel like in the black community period that, you know, boy or girl, if the boy gives that mom problems, she pushed them out the door. Nope. If if and then I, I agree with the women. Um I just feel like it's like as a black parents, black parents before us, they always like, hey, once you turn 18, 19, 20, go get a job, do it on your own. You know, oh, no, but in the white, that. but in the white, in the white community, you have kids that's 25, 24, that's it's still living with parents, making their money. And then when it's time for them to leave, they are buying a home. They not going to apartments. They not going oh, to. Oh, last Saturday we was at brunch and we were telling we saw a group of i think they were 21 mm-hmm. it was about 10 15 of them and they was walking by i was with someone for her birthday and they were saying oh it's my birthday too mine's tomorrow yours today like saying happy birthday and she was like if you can think of anything to tell me you know at 21 what would you tell me and she was like girl don't rent buy buy a house she was right, like right. after you graduate college you're most eligible to to be able to buy a house she said, oh, no, no, we're doing that. I'm. She was like, my dad's going to buy me a house after I finish grad school. Mm-hmm. Your dad is going to what? Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking of the person that you went, birthday, that was Sonya, wasn't it? No, I went to Dallas with Sonya. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Leah's birthday was this past weekend. Shout out to Sonya. Shout out to Leah. Sonya, me and Sonya go like way back. Like, like, I think I met, I think Sonya's Sonya like best friends with my sister. So it's like, like nigga, I know Sonya since like I was like five or some shit like that. I haven't known her that long, but definitely since Harris. Yeah, I ain't known that long. <laughs> definitely since, since Harris Stowe State University yeah. days when she was Miss Harris Stowe State University. Oh, right. That's, That's tight. Yeah. Shout out to Sonya, goddammit. Um, I got a question. Go ahead. All right. So I got two questions here. Um, like one of them is gonna be like kind of real, real deep, and the other one gonna be kind of like the funny one. I think I'm gonna do with the funny one first. Um, because I kind of want like a lot of people from the last show is like me. Yeah, you need a woman's perspective again. Uh-oh. This is my woman's voice. You need a woman's perspective on this show. You can't be. I might me. make both of them funny. <sighs> um, why do women? No, I said, I said, women need to start making their man's dick a priority and not an option. Is that the She's is like, that the question? Hear me out. Okay, I'm saying go ahead. I was like, is that the question? It's not the question. But hear, hear me out. The reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, women always say, you know, well, my man don't make me feel like he wants me. All right. When you got we got men that 
feels like, damn, my woman don't make me feel like she wants me. So like, if you like, like a, like a, I, I, I'm transparent. Fuck it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> My Go ex, on, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, you know, I'd be used to walk in front of her naked and shit. And I'm like, you know, let's have sex. She was like, okay, I guess. Like, nigga, what? Nigga, I'm finna go jack off. Nigga, what you mean? Fuck. I don't know. You should, I don't have to like, guess, nigga. I shouldn't even have to ask you to fuck. Yeah, we, that's a big turn off for us. So, like, why do, why do women do that? Tell me. Okay, it's layers to this. I'm okay. just going ahead and let you know. Get the layers. You can't tell someone to make your body part a priority if you don't make your damn body part a priority. And you also can't ask her to make your dick a job if you ain't making her pussy a job. Okay. So you want everybody to be able to speak into the mic for your dick, but if you can't find the basic pressure points that she need to get her off, why should she even care about what you want? Damn, gotcha. son. Now, <laughs> on top of that, on top of that, uh-huh. you can't ask somebody yeah. to continue to hype you up if you're not hyping her up. Mm. And also, mm-hmm. it is very damn dry when a man walks up to a female and say, "Let's Give have sex." What the fuck? You better seduce me. <laughs> but, what the <laughs> you want me to talk? Yes. Listen, I, like I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Women, no, fuck that. I know women that's like, that's hey, about, like, hey, uh, I know women that flat out will tell you I like sucking dick, and they'll 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 tell you I don't do it for him, I do it for me. Right. So it's like same same with us eating. Pussy. But but the thing is, if you're not going the, the extra mile to manscape, if you're not going the extra mile to seduce us, mm-hmm. if we ain't been on no date, if we ain't you ain't even grab my hand to dance with me in the kitchen, rock with me, hug me, kiss my neck, none of that. What the fuck? I get it. No, How I, the hell you mad because you dried the shit up? <laughs> Women go out and buy Victoria's Secret. We make sure we make sure we exfoliate, we wax, got nails done, hair done, mm-hmm. and then you walking around with some Johnson Johnson ashy nuts asking ashy us nuts. why the fuck we won't talk into the mic. I, I can't stand that shit. Okay, so. No, my ex used to do that dumb shit back in the day, and I was like, I be sorting out clothes and I'm oh. bent over trying to put in. He'll walk up, just put it on my on my butt. What? I mean, don't get your mean... ass back. That's not a seduction. Okay, okay. So let, let's go ahead. Gabriel. Let's. let's but you got this. a response to that? Let's break this here. I right, I'm I'm with you, a hundred and ten percent. You not because you didn't ask that stupid ass question. No, I, I, I'm, no I, I'm I'm with you hundred ten percent. No, the reason why I'm saying that is because in in my in my relationship, all right, you know what I'm saying I used to big her up all the time. Like, Yo, you beautiful, blah blah blah. Like, but was you building her up in ways that it was her love language to receive it? Well, see, we didn't even discuss love language back in the day. I didn't even ask her that if I was to, if we used to get together. But it's now. not always about asking. Sometimes it's just basically taking note on the fact well, that she I, might light up for certain things yeah, and know, not others. I, I know, I knew what she liked and I knew what what she what she wanted. You know what I'm saying? So like, we would we would we would actually like be good. Like we only had like problems with certain situations. But it was just like I I'll be like, look, why do I always got to make the first move? You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 I'm if I'm if I'm walking in front of if it's like this, say I like that. Hypothetically speaking. Part. Hypothetically speaking. Say you walk in front of me naked. I'm sitting here on my phone. Like you walked in front of me naked to be to get attention. Not all the time. Getting out of the shower. I don't like work I don't like really? wearing clothes. I'm always in my goddamn house naked. I don't well, I don't need you to touch me or hype me up. I don't want to put drawers on. Leave me alone. But, 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 see, but there, there we go again. It's like if you just said, oh, I want you to hype me up. If you ain't hyping me up, then what? Then now you're saying, I don't but want some, you to hype me up. But you don't up. have to hype them up. Sometimes it's just a little bit of intimacy that can go a whole lot 
further than you think if she in there brushing her teeth she may not be in the mood but if you come up and you literally genuinely give her a hug or if you you literally genuinely give her a kiss or if she doing something and you say babe move i got it and she like oh okay well shit he got it right you have no idea mm-hmm. the power that that can hold so what, what if i what if i see you right and i'm like i'm like ooh. And I blow a little whistle at you. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't, they don't, they don't, they don't make you feel like that. Okay, this nigga checking nigga out. I'm ignore the hell out of you. You okay. whistle at me like that's a fucking cockatoo. Say, say, say if I come out there, say if I come out there, right? You and you and brush your teeth. I just give you a little smack on the ass. They don't make you feel like nothing. I don't like smack on the ass. Oh, just random. God. Yeah, we gotta actively be going at it for you to just smack me on my ass with me to be like, ooh. Now, like I said, the it it depends on your chemistry on how your intimacy levels are with your partner. You need to be able to figure out what pulls that out. Because just because you horny don't mean she got to be horny at that time. Absolutely. And on top of that, you got to realize women go through a lot of stuff hormonally that literally can just throw us all the way off. You don't realize. You only think, oh, well, they should just have a period every month. We go through ovulation. We go through PMS. We get one week off that we just... Our hormones is just kind of neutral, and we just like, well, shit. But you have no idea that right before the period, you're the horniest. Y'all try to go after the period. It's like, but she was the horny. She was a jackrabbit before the damn period. And y'all sitting there talking about, wait, I got to work. What the fuck is your problem? Ain't you I'm on your tired. period yet? Damn. If you, ask, if you ask me, I'm trying to go all the time. Okay. Then you better be able to seduce your chick all, all the, the time. time, and I will. But you can't just you can't just give the bare minimum a smack on our ass and think I that she getting ready to rev up like I a lawnmower. I don't give that dag on bare minimum. I'm saying I do a little bit. Well, too you just much. based on the, the examples you no. gave, just wasn't. <laughs> I'm just I'm just exampling like, but no, seriously, all all bullshit aside. I when I when I was when I was with her, we used to like I used to have to always keep asking like like you like I feel like no like if if you want it. You shouldn't have to ask me. You should just be like, hey, yo, you know, you know give me a little rub, you know, rub, rub a little head. Hey, I know what time it is. Let me go ahead and do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, same thing. You're here. You shouldn't have to keep asking. Like, that shit, after a while. You shouldn't have to ask. But the thing is, her intimacy levels was different from yours. And just because your libido is high don't mean that hers is. Don't don't tell me. I want to sex all the time. Don't tell me that. But you also can't think because you are giving that intimacy at that level 30 days out of 30 days that she going to be wanting to do that 30 days out of 30 days. She may be tired too. Hell, hell. You have no idea what the vagina goes through because you ain't got one. So I'm just saying, it may be a day that she be like, no. <laughs> no, she don't want mm, nah, I done had on I done had on a phone and some slacks all day sitting in the damn. I just wanted to be left alone. You have no idea. I, I, I get that. I Y'all get let that. it swing. We can't always let it swing. We be having <laughs> it tucked in there. Listen. <laughs> sometimes you just want to be. Sometimes you just literally want to be left alone. You be like, I don't want no kids hanging on me. I don't want the dog to come to the bathroom door. I don't. Even, I don't want him to come to the bathroom door. Leave me alone. I get that. I think that's just, that's me because my peace. <laughs> Please, man. Hey, just not today. I don't want it. Leave me alone. Well, I, I try to like fill the room, like read the room. Like if I if I go home and she look like upset or some I shit, so. I just leave her alone. You know, I think like most men don't understand that um, that connection as far as when women don't want this and don't want that. I kind of do, but it's sometimes I be off though where. Like, she'll give me, like, a sign early in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be, like, a little grab on the dick or something. But then later on, you know, see, I got kids all in the house. 
So I ain't I, I can't do shit right now at 8 a.m. in the morning because they up. So later on in the day, I'm going to try to bring it back. And now it's like, mm-hmm. what you the fuck? You got to lock, lock that door, man. Yeah, why I, got I, I got caught a couple times. Actually, shit, way more than a couple times. I got caught a bunch of times. See, they should be trained at this point not to just bust uh, the doors. I know. I'm gonna tell you now. I think my oldest is. I'm gonna tell you now. Not no I mean, I hope so. After <laughs> she probably gonna have some stories when she get older. Hey, though. God hey, damn. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. My, my parents know I'm I'm no filter, so they listen. Be prepared. What I'm about to say, Nick. I knew when that door was closed. What time it was? <laughs> yep. And then soon I get soon I get done. Well, soon I got done. My dad always made this little walk werewolf. through the house. No, he made this little werewolf sound. <laughs> Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You I pray I me. never meet your dad. I pray I never oh, meet him. Man. Not yeah. even in passing. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, then I'm like, right, let's go out there, let's go, let's go. But yeah, we already knew what topic time it was. I heard my mom when I was in high school once, and it freaked me out. I came in the door from school and was yeah. like, oh no, I'm leaving. <laughs> what was this? I turned like right dad back around. Or somebody she was dating or what? It was stepdad at the time. Stepdad. He but I was up. just like stepdaddy in up, boy. I turned right back around and closed that door mm-hmm. and went on over to my friend's house. I think we all caught our parents, man. I think everybody caught mm. the parents. My kids probably gonna say a lot of shit because I just like when I be in the mood, I just kinda just don't give a fuck. Like, Tell the truth, nigga, you be smacking on the ass like what's up? You know, over here. And then but the baby rather then the baby come you, do the same damn thing. But would you rather that or them say, I really never seen my parents embrace each other? I would rather do what I'm doing. I would rather, I would rather, I would rather be able to say, you know what, my parents love the hell out of each other. They couldn't keep their hands off each other. Yeah, yeah. Versus, man, they was toxic as hell. Yeah. I don't know why they was dealing with each other. I would never, rather. I never seen my daddy kiss her. Yeah. I never seen my mama kiss. Her. I've never seen I my parents hug that. each other. Oh, for real? Never. They was already broke up before I was real like able to realize what was even going on. I've never seen my parents. They probably hug was doing it for the house. Let's just stand together for, for the house. house. No, was they together though? No, were they in the same house? No, okay. He just popped. I've up. never seen my parents together. Oh, together. Wow. Okay, I get you. No, wow. I get you. Wow. None of your life. None. None. How did that make you feel? Um, it was kind of it was kind of weird when like graduation hit mm. and they stand inside. They they they're cool with each other. They yeah, can yeah, have yeah. a conversation. You just never seen them, but I've never seen them embrace each other in a hook. And mm. I I would I. I literally think to myself, I would pray nothing ever happens to make them have to do it emotionally. I would pray that they would want to just hug each other on their own just to say, you know, we did it. To, to We got her across the stage or something like that, hug each mm-hmm. other because they was happy versus, oh, no, something happened to Toy and now they crying and they hugging each other. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, that yeah. to be the case. Right. So it, it, did, it does kind of, it makes you think about things. It makes you think like, Make sure you pick the right person or make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and make sure that the person that you do have your children with that you can still be a good co-parent with them so that that I don't have kids. And that's the main reason because I'm like, I don't want to pick the wrong person. And then I got to deal with baby daddy drama and he get another baby mama and I got to deal with baby mama drama. And and I'm the first baby mama. I'm the No, forget that. That's why I ain't got no kids now. I think God was like, he's like, yeah, he don't do good with baby mama. He just gonna, 
get your wife. I don't do good with baby mamas either, <laughs> which is why I don't date men with kids no more either. <laughs> well, it's gonna be hard to find that unless you go got, get you a uh, or I, I, I believe there's thirties, huh? I mean, you got there's some. a few gems out there. I believe there's a few right, gems out you, there, uh, and you, I am sifting through the sand rigorously. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. I'm like, I am uh, sifting through the sand. I be on like, I be on like little, little websites, and I'm like, little date sites. Kids up next next. Kids up next. Same. Something lie about not having kids yet. But you know, absolutely, and I I unmatched their ass. You know, in a heartbeat. You know, I be looking. I I be looking at some like some pictures on Facebook, like different people profile, and they be like, like like, good looking women. I'm like, damn, that nigga smart than the motherfucker. God damn it, because he gonna always say, y'all see my baby mama? Yeah, yeah. Niggas be smart out here. I'm trying to be like them. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be smart to just be a, a baby mama. <laughs> I got another question for you, Tori. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the difference between love and lust? Yes. You do? I do. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to realize that? Mm, I would say difference. until my mid-20s to be able to really pin it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, I know personally, based on just my social media on its own, a lot of men jump in my inbox just on lust alone. They don't know me. You don't. You don't know me. Um, and then they'll turn around and they're like, oh, but I really want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. Because you don't. You you think you know, but you have no idea. They're like, oh, you're a tourist. You're pretty. And that's, it's more layers to that, sweetie. It's not a scratch off. <laughs> you can only do so much online, though. You can only, but still, like, like you'll come up. It's to get a line across. Still. Okay, take this. Go to college. Have same friends all throughout college. I know a lot of the same acquaintances throughout college. Mm-hmm. We've been out of college. These same men from college walking up to me and like, you know, I always had a, uh, I always liked you. You just wanted to fuck me. You didn't, you don't like me because if you wanted to be with me, you'd have been with me. If you wanted to be with me then because you knew me and you really did truly, you was interested, you'd have made your move back then. Or you'd have made sure you entered and kept yourself in my life at some stage. Even if you was just my friend, you would have made sure you was very present and involved in my life. Mm-hmm. Now you popping up out the woodworks because you think I don't know nothing about your life, but I know a lot of people. And then you're like, oh, um, we should go out to lunch. Why? Because you now you're trying to make you trying to segue yourself in to fuck me. Bye. I like think, I think you. I tell I my friends a to, lot. To st- decipher who is i who. tell my friends a lot he they be like so and so i want to talk to you no he does not he just wants to fuck me <laughs> like i know what it is or, or, or i'm just gonna play devil's advocate it could be some man i mean because i know i know of you i've been in your presence so you kind of carry yourself well so some men might take that as intimidating and, and, they might, and, and, and they might be like, you know, like, damn, uh, let me get my shit together because if I come to her, I got to come to her correct. This is true. So that that might. when they But at it that depends point on time, how you approach me to make me realize mm-hmm. that you're not trying to just get your shit together. You're trying to fuck me. Like, <laughs> I know what it is. So, so what, what, what makes. <laughs> OK, so for example, give me an example. What makes somebody say, oh, I know this nigga is trying to fuck. Okay, prime example. This happened in real life. One of my friends from high school and college, we, we've been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. He introduced me to a couple of people because he had a shindig shenanigans at his house one day. And one of those people ended up being one of my Instagram friends. Well, they moved out of town and they went and got their masters and they moved back. 
And when they moved back in town, they was like, hey, let's all get together. Let's catch up. So when I realized that it wasn't just, it wasn't a group getting together, catching up. It was just us. I was like, okay, well, we definitely going to pick a very public place. <laughs> Rosalita's it is. We went to Rosalita's. I had a quesadilla. $10 quesadilla. $10. Mm-hmm. They, we, they walked me to my car. We laugh, joke, hee hee ha ha. Before I can make it to the highway, downtown, mind you, this fool texts me talking about you should let me come over. So that's that's a sign right there. Why would you think I'd only been around this person one time? Why would you think that you get ready to come to my house and I've only been around you one time? You think that I'm okay, a ten dollar quesadilla that I could have bought my damn self multiple times over. Don't get some. For a damn ten dollar chicken quesadilla. Well, if you don't get your damn life, come to find out a year later, we all in the same situation. And I'm kind of irritated by the fact that I'm like, oh, this fool, he got a whole chick. He lied and said, yeah, um, I moved back to St. Louis and I'm still one of my friends in the building over there. Pointed. I said, okay. Automatically, when you say your friend, you're thinking your friends, you're thinking, okay, he's staying with his homeboy. He came back and lived. He going to stay with his homeboy till he get an apartment. Staying with a whole bitch. What do you say? Is his roommate? No, he said his friend. his friend. He said until I get an apartment. You stand with a whole chick. And mm. they ended up being in a relationship. Damn. I said, you. <laughs> Why you saying that? Do you, you know how many go to a funeral? Everybody at this mutual friend's funeral that was friends with him, every last one of the, his friends approached me. Now, the, the person's funeral was, I didn't, I never dated that person. We was just friends in college. But every last one of his friends, I think except two, approached me and was like damn you pretty we should hang out yo whole <laughs> bitch damn. sitting here damn, yo chick pretty. sitting at the table God, hey, damn, so so now i'm deciding do i want to be petty boots do i want to be petty lavert or do i want to be petty labelle because i can I like definitely we have to repass at this point and i can definitely be like oh yeah no problem what day and time you want to hang out and then i could walk over to you in front of your bm and confirm are we still gonna go to london tea house Ooh, on this day up. at this time <laughs> oh yeah that's petty uh, so you've been setting up dates with oh i didn't know you was his baby mama i tried fellas i tried I, and I, that's just a couple of occasions. This happens all the time. And it's so it's to the point that you kind of just get numb and you be like, I don't even want to date. I don't even want to open myself up to even be like, yeah, no. You just people try to flirt with you and you be like, no. I, I can see you being one of those. Uh, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but like say oh, well, a, a man <laughs> will come to you and say whatever he's been saying, whatever they've been saying, and you just go, blah, 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 you know, like. And they'd be like, oh, oh, so you one of those? I gotta uh, back up. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know if that's um like yeah. it's a it's a that's what AB was saying. Like you gotta come with something because you like you're not the one. You just got it easy to just. You just got. You come do have it. to come with it, but you yeah. also can't come with it on the terms of because this has happened to me as well. Um, I just graduated from St. Louis University. Um, I got a job in this and my degree is in blah 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 and i own a chrysler 300 and i live on the third floor of this building and i don't give a damn can you hold a conversation do you need help crossing the street or can you you got that a lot of men can't hold conversations can you navigate yourself through home depot i'm not asking you to build a house but can you make it from point a to point b in home depot because i can like just now when it comes down to men not having confidence 
I look at that and I say, okay, well, because I know, I know, I know with me and my friends, when we sit in the room, I literally say, if this person don't know them, if this person don't know them, I know them. So it's like, I know I know a lot of people. I go to places now and I try to hide from having to speak to the entire room separately because at every table, I might know at least one person. So it's like, okay, if you don't have the confidence to come and walk up and speak to me, you're not going to have the confidence when everybody else walk up and speak to me and you standing next to me. I've had that happen. I've had that happen where they're like, I don't really like that job you work. I'm a server at the at a restaurant. I worked at California Pizza Kitchen for five years. I worked at the Ambassador. I've worked at J. Spain's Waffles and Wings when it was open. I mean, I've worked at a whole lot of different places. I opened Ballpark Village. So it's like, okay, that alone and the fact that I went to a St. Louis Public High School, I also went to Harrisville State University. Come on now, like I know a lot of people. So it's like, if you don't have the balls to walk up and have a conversation with me or say, hey, how are you doing? I would like to get to know you. You're not going to survive. You're really not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get it. I told you, I, I, I get the vibe. Because if you're going to be scared to walk up and talk to me, you're going to have a problem when I'm standing in the middle of Walmart having a whole having a whole dance battle with myself in the middle of the brawls by myself. I don't care. I entertain myself, and I don't care who watching. I try to make the best out of life. So it's like if you're too scared to walk up and be like, hey, how are you doing? My name is. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't nurture your ego. I can't do it. I get it. So here, here's my last, my last little question. Cause we, we, me and him, we always like talk about just like slavery um, back in the day. I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> Give me a guess. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, what is the separation like? Like, where did where did we as a black culture go wrong like why do we when do we start separating like we start dogging women and then women start dogging us like I, 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 I say it all the time that a lot of that shit is embedded in our DNA from back in our ancestors days slavery days like like where did we go wrong with that I don't know so you go way back mm-hmm. and I'm the type of person that I do like history and I also like to people watch. I also like watching documentaries. I, I literally like reading about history and struggle of black people and how the divide and division is. I was raised by literally five generations of women alive when I was born. So I made six generations here in St. Louis, very rare. My great 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 grandma Mary passed away when I was in the sixth grade. She was almost she was over a hundred. I think she was like 103. So my great grandmother was only 50 when I was born. So I'm able to literally watch a whole lot of different generations and hear them speak about how things were back in the past and watch what's happening now and went to a HBCU. I also went to private black schools. So they literally taught you a lot about the history of everything from before slavery during slavery segregation civil rights movement all of that so it's like when you look at africa in general you see a lot of different areas before it was colonized you see a lot of different areas and they have pride in their culture you see ethiopians they have their hair a certain way you have nigerians they have food a specific way south africa everybody has their own 
their own um, coin that makes them who they are. All of it is Africa though, right? Everybody is black. So 90% of the people that are there have the mitochondria DNA to create any and every facets of a human. Light, dark, tall, fat, skinny, blonde hair, blue eyes, green, brown, everything. We all have that ability to do so. But in order, in order to bring people over here, and I looked into this a whole lot more, and there is a um, there is a documentary uh, from for PBS Channel Nine on YouTube, and you can look it up, and it's talking about the World's Fair. This also digs deep into it, and the man that created the World's Fair also did something very similar to slavery when they got the slaves over here what they had to do was well not just over here but different ports they had to split them up so that they was not keen on each other's dialect you can't communicate with somebody you can't communicate with you can't make a plot with somebody you can't even talk to so while you're trying to figure out how to talk to each other they over here already plotting on you they also realized when you bring somebody over from another continent altogether when you when the white people see them initially they're thinking oh crap i've never seen people this dark they're still thinking they're people so what they had to do was brainwash the white people into thinking that africans had no ability to have any type of soul they had no ability to have feelings they had no ability to have education that they did not have nerve endings to even feel pain to make them believe that everything that they was doing to them that was absolutely barbaric was understandable because they're not real humans they just felt like they was just little dummies like little little pin dials that whatever they needed them to do that they can do so first they brainwashed the white population to just believe okay what they're doing is not really bad it's in the bible god said this you know we're they're showing studies that you know it's not really that bad so they 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 let their guard down down then you have to pin them against each other so now you have to remember that you got slave owners having sex with black women not just having sex raping black women and then they're sitting there creating lighter children so these people have never seen a light-skinned child that is mulatto until now so now they're getting treated better so the darker people is upset that the lighter skinned people are being treated better but then you go and take the light-skinned person to the house and the light-skinned person is getting treated worse because the white woman knows that her husband created this child without her so now this everybody is getting treated different and it's creating a caste system because this white woman is treating her white child that's by her white husband better than the mulatto baby and the mulatto baby knows that that man is his daddy so then you got the people out in the fields that knows that this this white man just had sex with my black woman and now my my what would have been my child if i would have had sex with my own wife is now out so now you got this dark-skinned man casting out this light baby you and you got all you creating a system on his own so now you're like okay the light-skinned kids don't get sold because the the master feeling some kind of way about you know he technically is my child and i you know i need a house nigga right, right, right. and then you got the other people being sold but it's like okay for the people that's solely black and that are sticking that is sticking together and they're able to mesh now you got to figure out how to break them up because they all look the same they're all in the field all their parents is friends with each other now they're able to speak to each other now you have to literally go back in and you have to separate them so you have to literally take mother and child rip father from mother and child 
beat the shit out of the damn father so that now mom is like crap i don't want that for my babies this is literally the science that was taught so that they can learn how to do this they did the same thing with horses and they realized this is the same way that we have to to break a black a black family this is exactly what they did all the way up into the 70s if you look at the pruitt igo situation you're looking at pruitt igo and you're like okay well what's the what's the you know the lowdown on that they literally created section eight to tell black women you can live here with your kids we will give you money but you cannot have a black man in the house why is that because they know that a full circle of a black family is stronger than having her by herself so what does that mean that this black man is now by himself there's no one to care for him they know now that without a female in his life his life expectancy is cut short because women is the reason that men live longer and that's because we make y'all go to the doctor oh true we create your meals we make sure that the house is clean we make sure you have a peace of mind now you're by yourself you have that stress Mm -hmm. you don't eat well you don't even worry about what it is because all you're thinking is gotta go to work gotta go to work gotta go to work now they introduce drugs now you strung out on these drugs now they know that hey we can get the black man that ain't got nowhere to live because his wife his his woman put him out so that she can have section eight now he get to sell the drugs now we get to lock him up now we oh wait a minute we doing this at a whole at at an alarming rate pipeline everything that they have done has been something to literally attack us and they're upset because they never truly won all the way because when they try to do something to truly attack us white people get meshed right into it and they be like damn we was trying to mainly only try target these they 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 launched the war on drugs against us what they got white people out here just living it up all the doggone rehab facilities is white people Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know not one i know two black people that went to an actual rehab facility on their own and had the dime to pay for it everybody else went to jail went to jail and came out clean that was their rehab facility but that's not a rehab facility that's an easy way for you to let relapse back into it you can't do drugs in, in jail because you ain't got the drugs yeah. so that's how you clean but you send somebody to a, a multi-step program and then they get clean and then they got these exercises that can help then you also think about doctors they are not they don't give a damn about what happens to a black woman I have stories for days and I don't even have children on how doctors have discounted me on different things that I'm telling them that's wrong. And they're like, no, you're fine. So, so I, this, this is yeah. happening to me yeah, and you're telling me I'm fine. Yeah. I am literally, I am literally afraid to have children because I know that if I go into labor and I'm by myself, it's a chance that I might not make it out with my baby. That's a that's a hard pill to swallow, knowing that the, they ain't even took they. You gotta also think about okay, you get out the hospital now, you gotta worry about the police killing your child. Yeah, especially if it's a boy. That's a shame. Or you minding your business and then you gotta worry about a Karen calling the police on you and your child, and you like I ain't even did nothing. Yeah. Now you sleep in your bed and they busting the door down, shooting up your whole apartment. What the hell is that? Oh, don't for, forbid you shoot back because you're trying to defend yourself. They gonna say they was threatened. So it's like you literally can watch how everything, how it, it, you can continue to see the divide, and you can continue to see the mythology behind how they're keep, how they're trying. 
and they're trying and they're trying and they're getting more and more upset because we keep winning and they wanted to keep the white race very pure but every time it turn around you still got the white race that some some parts of the white race is like you got they're they're upset because they got a whole a whole demographic of white women that just want mulatto babies oh i want mixed babies hell well you know there's a saying once you go black you know yes but right now they're fetishized they don't care about you they care about what their kids gonna look like because they know that with with white man and white woman their kids gonna look like some split open avocados by the time they six but they know that if their white woman have a baby by you black man their kids got a chance of looking very nice and fine up into their 50s well you know i was gonna say once you go black you know your family disown your ass no they don't no they don't They'll deal with they they'll deal with their grandkids. They won't deal with you. Yeah, point. Who chocolate baby is this? Don't bring that nigga baby around. And also tell that people with the curly also hair. tell people be careful what you wish for when you be like when you when you're bashing black women because I'm not gonna lie we go hard in the paint we go hard in the paint for black men. When something happened, we the first ones up there protesting, marching, signing the petition, got our foot on somebody's neck over y'all. But then you turn around and I'm not saying this is YouTube. But if you see it, do your due diligence to be like, bruh, you can say you can like white women all you want to, but you ain't got to bash the sisters for it. But see, that's what that's that's because this is another thing that's like that's hurtful. And it's like we literally. okay, you picked her. But the moment she get hot, she ran home and left your ass out here. But but you now want us to step up and take care of you and to fight for you and petition for you and put our foot on somebody's neck risk our lives for you and you literally just bashed us in the last breath you took you can't do that that's but that's what i was talking about like like where, where did that division like where did that divide that because like i seen something on facebook which i probably should have deleted everything is subliminal was, you literally see angel food cake is what color Devil's food cake is what color? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, everything the is subliminal. They the, let you. They always have you thinking white is right. That wouldn't even be your phrase if they didn't want you to think that white yeah. is right. So it's like, okay, well, I get with this white girl. Her credit gonna be good. I know a lot of white people that got tore up credit. Yeah, but the chick, the chick said on Facebook, she said, if a man, this is a black woman, if a man come up on me and he say 50-50 or he talk about fifty-fifty. Like I'm, I'm, I immediately lose interest. It's like, what? she's speaking as far as like uh, bills and stuff, or I guess, I guess so. But it's like, what, like where did that, like that's not, you're not building, you can't, not one person can build an empire. I get that point too. I, 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 I feel that way because you think about 50, it. Fifty-fifty thing. I, 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 I get, I get kind of turned off by that whole fifty-fifty thing because. We're not still in the gender roles that we were in back in the day. We're not in the gender roles of the man go to work, the woman literally works in the home and take care of the home and the kids. That's not the. That's no, not that's it. Not, that's not the the man gets up on Sunday morning, he go cut the grass and you know make sure the yard clean. He go to work. That's his only job. And then she makes sure all the kids and the household is together. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not the gender situation that it is today. Now men and women getting up, crack an ass, getting the kids together, yeah. going to do what they gonna do, and it's like. If I'm getting ready to come home with the kids, 
you went to the barbershop or you went to the gym, you played ball, you on the game. She came home, she done fed them kids, she done made sure their homework got done, she done cleaned the house, she done got your shit together, and then you sitting there talking about you got your half on the bills. You didn't just risk your life giving birth to children. You also not out here cutting grass and building houses. So it's like, if, also, if you make $80,000 and she making $60,000, that's a hell of a disadvantage to her. To turn around and say, all right, 50-50, if anything, y'all need to have a conversation and base it on who is able to v- provide in what way to make sure the whole house is taken care of so both of you are still comfortable and have your own money versus, well, 50-50, so you make 60, you're going to give up your 30000 and I'm going to give up my 40000 I still get, you know what I mean? Like, that's not okay. Well, I, th- I think it just depends on the couple, the situation. No. True. So like if if I'm making eighty thousand, of course, yeah, I'm gonna just take take over. You know what I'm saying? But if we are at the same boat, and just like you were saying, we ain't in an era no more where the man do everything. You working, I'm working. So we put things together to make everything work for both. Yeah. So that's I I don't I don't I actually agree with um, doing fifty fifty. But that's that's me. That's my household. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. Like, but if you're doing 50 50 financially, that means you need to do all them chores together. Yes, I do. You I need wash to, the dishes. You need I, to do I every single trash, chore. I, do I don't mean I got on the, the kids. I mean, together. Right. Yep. Because yep. I'm like, what the hell? Like, if that's the case, you got a roommate. But that's that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, like 50 50. Like, so, like, say, like, all right, so say, like, like with the 80,000 and the, uh, what, 40,000. Like, say she made 40,000 and I make 80. Well, I'm gonna take care of like the most of the bills, like the house note, the car, all the car notes, the insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can. I might take some care of some utilities, but it's like you still have like like that. Like, like take like make sure the house is clean. Which me, on the other hand, I don't, I don't believe in the woman making sure she clean. And no, make we sure both she, gonna make, make sure this damn house. Yeah, is like clean. I, I clean the house. If it's fifty fifty, gotta be fifty fifty all the way across the board. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like when I but. We like I think a lot of that shit come from motherfucking reality TV, man. Like they see this bullshit, they think that this is how life's supposed to be, man. Like no, it ain't. Like like you said back in the day, the motherfuckers was like strictly like the mamas, the men go out, they do what they do, the mamas stay at home. Man. And they had the most toxic situations and you listen to your grandparents talk your grandmothers talk about how they hated being with your granddaddy on the fact that he was out having a whole new life. She couldn't question him. A lot of the reasons that they was with those men is because they couldn't get away. They they couldn't. They I, I mean I believe that and I also believe that they conditioned that too. It was conditioned. They parents was doing it. So it's just, just like, hey, I I would just sit here and do this while he go do that. It's like almost like they don't but even if, But if you're thinking it. about your grandparents before that, mm-hmm. it wasn't just about conditioning. Those women could not own they couldn't own property without their husbands. They couldn't have their own bank accounts. They couldn't get credit. All of that stuff needed to go through their husbands. So they had to be married and they had to be with their husbands to get the things that they needed to be comfortable. So it's like, okay, from a from a female standpoint, if I'm able to do everything for my damn self, everything by myself, hell, I, get, I can get it, even get out there with the best of them and do y'all work because I've done it before. I'm like, why am I only paying 50-50 if you make more than me? If I know I can do it by myself and you gonna sit on your ass. Like, no, if it's gonna be 50-50, it's gonna be 50-50 all the way. And y'all need to be able to compromise before the rings go on and before the wedding bells occur to make sure that y'all comfortable with the agreement that y'all made with each other. 
I was I heard this this uh this saying and I'm since you here I'm gonna just go ahead and bring it up because we on this kind of like marriage topic men women it was a it was a post I heard I seen that said men have zero benefit marrying marrying being married to a woman meaning basically they is there's nothing that the woman can do for that man in a marriage do you believe that's true no I don't either. I don't believe it's true because I know a lot of men that's happily married and they were happy they're happier now that they're married. I know a lot of men I know I know a lot of men in general, just period. Um, but most of the men that's married, I talk to them before they get married and I ask them questions like, How do you know that you found the one that you want? How do you know that you found the right person? How do you know that you're doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. And they always talk to me about how they just know that it's right and they they know that they don't want to keep going through life without her so it's like okay if she can't do nothing for you why would you want somebody to truly be in your life at all times if, if she can't do shit for you and i mean that's how i feel too is because like women in my in my eyes you know because i'm married been married for seven years but um I'm, I'm talking on that side because i'm from that side but i feel like women like you were saying y'all 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 complete things that we are incomplete at. So we can sense, take yeah. we can take the smallest of yeah. any and everything, and we gonna amplify it. Yeah. You can have a little bit of a thought, and we gonna turn that dream into a reality. Yeah. You can literally that. say, "Babe, I I don't have the I don't have the most money to do what I want to do with this house, but you gonna come home and your shit gonna be we together. Not, you gonna yeah. be like, damn. Well, I just think y'all put things in order for us, cause me and we we scattered brain, like we we ah ah boom boom boom. Y'all are, are conditioned. Y'all naturally born to nest, nest and organize. So it's like we like this. When y'all come in, come in, it's like this. It, it's back. It's together. I call that stability. So it's like, you know, I feel like women, you know, when you get married, you know, that's. I mean, it could be marriage or a long dis. I mean, a long relationship, you know. But I feel like y'all are here to complete us. It's a know? yin and a yang. Yeah. And so we, y'all we, got we, the we, we complete y'all, y'all got the well. scattering. And y'all have the ability to do it, but for the most part, a lot of times we need the stability yeah. to feel safe, to be able to flourish at our best. Women have the ability to truly flourish when they, and I can't say that this is for all women, because I know some women that's able to flourish without having any male in their life. But I know a lot of women that was able to flourish a whole lot more just in who they are, knowing that they had somebody in their corner and they felt safe. So it's like, okay, I want this big old house, but I don't want to be in this big old house by myself. I don't, I don't feel safe. Now her husband is there. She's like house. Let's make it a thing. Like she was able to amplify everything. I know that I know that when it comes down to certain friends of mine, that's married, they was like, Hey, um, my husband said that he wanted a, what is it? A man cave. Her husband went out of town. He had some plans to put things in certain ways. She had went and ordered everything he wanted and had it set up the same way that he had thought about it. He told her verbally what he wanted and never thought that she was going to do it. And he came back, man cave. That's dope. One more thing and we, we can wrap it up. Uh, Commitment, right? Do you believe that a lot of men are afraid of commitment? No. Okay. I think a lot of men are afraid to commit to the wrong one or as well as I've been saying this for the last few years that social media plays a problem with it comes down to relationships. When it came down to keeping your business to your business, 
it was always easier when it had nothing to do with quote unquote making me look stupid a lot of people out here think that oh i don't want to deal with shorty because she gonna have me looking stupid out here in these mm. streets she out here being a hot girl she out here being a thought well you picked her but if you know that you pick somebody that's genuinely for you and you know that she got your back why are you worried about being out here looking crazy but I mean, don't know nobody wants to be out in the street being talked about saying, I saw your man out there at the club and he was rubbing on so and so. I just saw your man at the at the gas station tugging Big Booty Judy down. Like nobody wants to hear that. But when it comes down to social media, things get get, get around faster. And you get a persona of this is what should be and this is what is not. And everybody's song nowadays is about I just got all the holes. I'm just gonna have a sneaky link. I'm just getting ready to just play a bunch of women and, and not give a damn about nothing because I got money. A lot of them don't even have no damn money. They just got refund checks. <laughs> and they're like, I bought me one pair of Balenciaga shoes and now I, I'm the man. Boy, if you don't put your mama's uh, your mama's income tax check back up and, and put the camera yeah, away. So it's like, <laughs> you, right, but it's about a persona of I got to feel like I'm the man with my homeboys to I got to have a bunch of chicks to feel like I'm the man when it come down to my homeboys versus just standing up and being like, I just want to be with her. If you want to just be with her, be with her. Same way with a, with a chick. If you want to be with that man, be with him. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, well, he ain't responding to me in three minutes, so hot girl summer, ah, like what? Yeah. People got stuff to do. Yeah, I always feel that, uh, I, I feel like uh, before we go, I, I'm gonna just say this last point. Um, I feel like your past relationships help your future relationships. They do. And you didn't agree with I that. I don't agree with right? it, man. And why don't you agree? Because with your that? your past relationships can hurt your future relationships. That's true too, but it depends on how strong you come out of it you and how you change yourself. You have to actively want. You have to actively see your flaws and want to change them to be able to change yourself. But it don't necessarily have to be your flaws. But it could be you something. cannot. But you can also think about what you you can learn what you like and what you don't like. True. I learned a lot about what I absolutely so those, do not like. That pain, that hurt from the past, will help you to prevent that from happening again in the future. Yeah, but there's some people. There's some people that that remember that pain and it hurt. You can and remember they, that pain all you want to. They don't want to go through it no more. Yeah, but you can remember that pain, but why did you have the pain? Did you have the pain because you didn't communicate effectively? Did you have the pain because you didn't set that boundary with that other person and you let them dog you out? Nobody. Sometimes nobody knows they're getting dogged out, though. But it takes you to learn your fall later down the line to realize I was being a dumbass and I did I let this nigga run all over me. Absolutely, and then that's when that's when them that's when like I said it can hurt your future because you because even even it can it can you can create this PTSD that everybody's starting to use that if the person is doing something even remorsely or re, it makes you think about that this, you went through this before that it'll, it'll make it all go in your head like nah I'm not doing that you haven't learned how to pull out what it is that you want and don't want and what you like and don't like and how to set those boundaries you didn't learn from your actual you, you just remembered you didn't learn from the past mistake you just remembered so say for instance if a guy is dating me and he dogging me out say for instance man put his hands on me for the record, ain't nobody ever. <laughs> you don't sound like the type that will let. Oh, ain't, no, ain't nobody ever. Not with the way Eleanor raised me. But say, for instance, a man put his hands on me. 
if I if I started seeing the warning signs that this man was gonna do it, or he started telling me that he was gonna do it, and I stayed with him, that was still opening the that was leaving him the boundary to be able to just cross it and just you know I'm gonna just pop her in the face. But say for instance that next man like girl whatever I I beat your ass. Boundary, you about to exit because I don't have time for that. Now if I would have just been like. He said he gonna beat my ass and I run in there and do what he said he was gonna do. That means that you didn't learn from your last situation. You didn't grow from it. You just said, you just turned around and you said, PTSD, do what he said do. Absolutely not. Because it wasn't okay for the first person to do it. And it's okay. never gonna be okay for the next person to do it. So let's say like this. So you tell like, we use that like, you said if, if you if you did get hit and then the dude said, I beat your ass, you like, uh, gotta go. Like the dude, what if the dude, what if the dude like did not recognize or do you didn't communicate like that to him and then like if he if you say hey man that ain't cool would you would you would you give him a second chance that's what i'm saying would you give him a second chance on like trying to make it make it right you got to look at the tone on the way that somebody is gonna say something sometimes if you playing and say for instance you pillow fighting you pop somebody and they be like i'll beat your ass and it's a playful thing that's different but now if they literally get ready to do harm to you get rid of that person but also if that person's like wait a minute uh she not gonna go for that because i dare somebody to go to sleep after they put their hands on me i dare you to go to sleep under the same roof with me after you put your hands on me yeah. <laughs> you're not waking up uh <laughs> i'm just saying but i'm just you just have to look at you have to literally take it in the way in the context that is given you can't treat everything black and white it's not all black and white it's three-dimensional but you also got to remember your past relationships teach you what you like and don't like your past relationship yeah, past relationships teach you how to create boundaries for the future I really feel like I learned how to communicate a whole lot better now with my with, with what's going on now in my life after dealing with the BS from the past. I've dealt with a lot of BS from the past. And now I'm able to, before before somebody used to be able to just say, oh, uh, so-and-so told me this. And I'd be like, who the fuck is so-and-so? Now I'm just, I'm going to listen to the court. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. And then I'm going to be like, so so-and-so was your friend? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I'm gonna put a mental note and I'm gonna be like, let me see if that name come up again. So how you know her? Oh, I thought I told you that we went to high school together. Oh, okay. But how you know her? Like, but you know some people that just jump off the deep end. So who is this bitch? And don't even hear the whole story. No, I wanna hear this juicy story that you had to tell me. We can get about who she is later. I learned how to be quiet and ask. I also asked how learn how to ask qualifying questions to make you tell me more information without me having to ask because if you if it's something you're passionate about you're gonna tell me that's true if it's something that i see that might be a red flag but it, right now it's yellow i'm gonna put it on the note stick it in the back if it come up again add a little hick mark to it stick Ooh. it in the back now if it come up a third time i'm gonna be like okay so i want to talk to you about xyz because first you you may see something the very first time and you're thinking that's a red flag. I'm about to spaz out about it. And it's not spaz worthy. But now if it's a pattern, now you have the ability to come back to that person and say, well, you mentioned it this time and you mentioned it this time. And then when I asked about this, I took the context this way and I asked about it again and you still kept doing it. So I'm learning that this is a personality trait. 
versus you just mentioned it one time or didn't come out the way that you wanted it to come out. So you weren't nervous that third time because that was a year later. Yeah, <laughs> I'm straight. Well, Toy, we really appreciate you joining Podcast Mondays. How can they follow you, listen to you, watch you, anything? Everybody can follow me on Instagram at D-E-B-O-R-A-H-B-L-O-O-M-314. That's Deborah Bloom, 314. You can also follow me on um, on YouTube at Deborah Bloom. You will also see my little circle with the, the pink circle with the yellow, Deborah Bloom. Um, I haven't created a way for you to follow me on Facebook without getting all these random, yeah, you know, request. friend requests, and then I gotta delete you folks. Start deleting your ass. I mean, you gotta look at who the mutual friends folks. is first. I'm not gonna lie, I got a whole bunch of people in my um, request on Facebook, and if I don't know you, I just don't. Do, you know, I don't. You know, you also unfollow me on Instagram. Just like you know. <laughs> she's still on this. <laughs> she unfollowed me. On, she unfollowed me on Facebook and on Instagram. It's okay. We just yeah. followed her on podcast. Monday. Did you just she like not that. post for a while? I probably did. I don't. I don't I'm not a social media person. Well, I actually, that's not my fault. To like, be honest with you, I took myself off uh, Instagram. Okay, I, well you deleted have, your page, then I didn't delete uh, it's, you. It's you deleted there. you. It's still up there. I just have. A, I just have. A, <laughs> I just have a comparisons problem, so I just took myself down. You know, gotta get myself together. <laughs> what you having problems with comparing yourself with? A comparison problem. You need some moisture to your hair. No, it's just. It's I just. Get some products know, for you. <laughs> no, it's just. I see certain shit, and I'm like, man, damn, I could get that. So I just gotta take myself off. Me too. Gotta get it together. You gotta kill your joy quick as hell. Comparing yourself to somebody exactly. else, you just gotta be you. Absolutely. What makes you different from everybody else? Go ahead and tell us. What makes me different from everybody else? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I ain't even think about that. It's, it's just I know I know my work ethic though. I know what I can do, and if I get if I get my, my right foot in the door, I know I can knock that motherfucker down. And so that's the whole point. It's very generic. We'll come back to that. No, I'm serious. Episode 59, he gonna tell you how he how he's different from everybody else. No, so I'm when just, he's done I'm comparing, just, I just know. I'm just. I, I like just know. That's his question. Episode 59. I'm gonna tune in. I just know that if I had an opportunity in my radio, in the radio, I, I know I'm that nigga. Like that's real talk. I, I just we just never. I would say me as far as procrastination and um just like missing my opportunities is what I do. So when I see people like people that I know that. That have certain shit that I have, and I haven't got the opportunity yet. Then that's what bothers me. So, are you something. missing the opportunity because they're going past you? I'm you're not, not jumping on I'm them, not, or you just not jumping on them? No, I'm not getting opportunities. It's not. It's not that. People are creating their own opportunities. You need to do that. Sir. And that's what I'm doing. That's da, why. Da, that's da. why. That's why I took myself off of Instagram. Everybody know that little tune. I swear, some of my friends was like, "You should be a motivational speaker," and I was like, "You think so?" Yeah, I think so too. People come to me all the time to make me psych them out before interviews and graduations and all kind of craziness, and I just be like, "Get it together." Yeah. Well, you did a great job on the show. I've been getting it together for thirty-five years of my life. I mean, I'm thirty-four, so I mean, (laughs) so. Anyway, this episode what? Episode 58 again? Episode, episode 58. Episode 58. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm not on Instagram, so he does all the Instagram over there. Make sure y'all put that Z, not Podcast Mondays. Podcast uh, Mondays. We lost a legend again. Uh, we losing two. We matches. didn't lose the same one again. We losing two. They no. can only get to that one. Legends. Legends. We losing so, 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 so many legends. We losing so, so many legends. Um, so I'm gonna play the song at the end. Um, rest in peace to Biz Marquis. Biz Marquis. Um, You're not gonna play the clip from um, 
from uh, what's it called? Uh, Men in Black. No, I'm not gonna play that. Make sure y'all uh, have a good week. Um, if y'all didn't like like accomplish what y'all didn't accomplish last week, you got a whole another week to accomplish it. So. And let them know if you want me to come back, because then I'm oh, just yeah. I'm just, just you know a few exits away. She stumped us on some questions. Like, just oh, a few shit. exits uh, away. I love it though. Yeah, I love it too. I love smart women, man. Yeah. So. Happy HBC Monday. Great. I mean, hey. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah, have a good week. And uh, let's rock out. Nobody beats the bitch. DJ Burley Famous is in the mix right now. Or just have a seat and listen to the way in what I am displaying a different kind of rapper language that I am saying to all the party people that exorbit but info when it come to rocking parties I am a nympho maniac brainiac for doing my dancing my rap can make the music we'll put you in a trance and hypnotize your body and like it make my cardigan you won't be fighting the ill and you just be partying down what the fuck is how with yours truly I'm the original B-I-Z-M-A-R-K